Good evening. Welcome to a special edition of the, our Wednesday evening chapel. We are being transformed into Christ's likeness. Say that again with me one more time. We are being transformed into Christ's likeness. It is his hope for us, and I hope our hope for him. Amen? Um, this is, as I said, a special uh, chapel service. It is uh, part of day one of the Board of Trustees m uh, meeting with the uh, cabinet. So I'd like to ask all of the members of the Board of Trustees and their spouses to stand, and students and faculty, would you welcome them? And then I'd like all the students and faculty to stand and board of trustees and spouses, would you welcome them? In addition to the board of trustees, Dr. LeBron Fairbanks, who is the chairman of the International Board of Education for the Church of the Nazarene, is with us again. Uh, thanks. Dr. Graves has asked that we begin our time this evening with some praise. All in favor say aye. Aye. Okay, let me put my eyes on and we'll sing, okay? Stand with me. Two, three, four. Accept our praise. Accept our adoration. Accept our gratefulness. Accept all that we've offered to you. You're worthy of more, but we've given you what we know. We do want to thank you for this place and for its mission and for the folks who make it happen and for the folks who have said yes. And we pray for the people who will be impacted because of the mission of Nazarene Bible College. We pray for them as we pray for us. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you for what you're calling us to. Thank you for what you will call us to in the future. We stand in awe. We give you praise. Amen. You may be seated. It's my privilege to introduce to you Dr. Roy Rogers. He is the newly elected chairman of the Nazarene Bible College Board of Trustees. Would you come and introduce the president? Thank you. It is indeed a privilege to be with you here again on this beautiful, beautiful evening. Many of you now take for granted Pike's Peak. Many of you are the envy of my life. <laughs> we welcome you this evening. It's a great evening, the evening our president will share with us what God has been doing through this institution. Would you join me now in welcoming our president, Dr. Harold Graves.
Well, it's, uh, it's a good thing to be together, isn't it? You know, you, you guys just simply amaze me every time I come to chapel. The worship here is just, I told you this last week. Uh, I'm going to keep telling you this because it's just extraordinary. The chapels that I've been in this year have lifted me each and every time I've been here. And uh, thanks, thanks for bringing worship. I know you've, many of you have worked all day and you've been in class since 6 o'clock. And, uh, but you, you put all of that aside when you come in here and you focus on Jesus. And, and, and I, I want to thank you for that. Thanks for lifting us tonight. Welcome, Board of Trustees. Uh, we're, we're so glad to have you on the, on the campus and, and your spouses. Um, we, we want you to know that you're at home here. And, and we want you to feel that way. There's so many of our trustees. Uh, 17, in fact, were re-elected uh, for four more years to this board. And that's the highest number that I can recall. And this is, is Johnny Nels and I, this is our fifth term uh, fi with the Board of Trustees. If you, a term is four years. So uh, I, can, I think I can say with, with some degree of, of uh, experience here that uh, uh, we're, we're just so thankful that, that we had so many uh, incumbents elected and you're back working along with us and faculty and staff thank you for being here tonight uh, we love you and, and just like we love our students uh, now this is going to be a little different than I did last week when I was preaching this is a report okay and you know just every now and then smile at me <laughs> and, and and if the guy next to you kind of goes to sleep, you know, give him a little elbow or her a little elbow or something. Just, just say, he, he, you know, he won't be much longer. Just, just, just stay with us. And or you could think, keep going, keep going, keep going, and we won't have much class left. <laughs> Hi, Ron. Professor Ron Attig is back recuperating from surgery. Hey! Man. It's good to see you. Well, I guess I better get to this. Well, the formality here, Dr. Rogers, Dr. LeBron Fairbanks, trustees and spouses, fellow cabinet members, distinguished faculty, faithful staff, students, and friends of Nazarene Bible College. It is a privilege to bring my fourth report as president of Nazarene Bible College. The gospel writer reminds us, from the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after another. I am most grateful tonight for the love the Father has lavished on us and the blessing that we should be called his children. I join the psalmist in exclaiming, God is magnificent. He can never be praised enough. There is no boundaries to his greatness. In a, it is in a spirit of gratitude and praise for our loving, merciful, and magnificent God that I bring this report to you. The Bible tells us about a giant who each morning and evening defiantly challenged the people of God with intimidation and insults. When the people of God heard the giant's taunts, they were terrified 
and lost hope. Enter David the shepherd boy. He heard the taunts and tirade of the giant and when he heard the insults he said, who is this giant that he would defy the armies of the living God? So he approached the king and said, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. The king replied, you're not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a boy, and he has been a fighting man from his youth. But David responded, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. So the king said to David, go and the Lord be with you. Then the king tried to put his armor on David. But David said he could not be encumbered with someone else's tools. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five stones from the stream, put them in his pouch, shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the giant. As he approached the giant, Goliath cried out, Come here, and I'll give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. David said to the giant, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, the Lord will hand you over to me. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's. And he will give all of you into our hands. As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine in the forehead. The stone sunk or sank into his forehead and he fell face down on the ground. In my annual report to the Board of Trustees in February of this year, I spoke of the challenges we were facing as a college. The 2008 audit of the college financial records exposed a disturbing trend of operational deficits and investment losses. The administration came face to face with a giant that would require immediate and long-range action. We faced this giant by managing what we could control. The administration worked as a team to limit expenditures, make personnel cuts, and closely monitor the cash flow. Additionally, we convened a monthly conference call with the Board of Trustees Audit and Investment Committee to assess the progress we were making. I remind you that we were three months into the fiscal year before implementing any changes to the budget. In February, I reported that we had made progress in, in, in controlling the operational budget, but the continuing investment losses, the distribution of unfunded scholarship, and depreciation expense remained a great concern to us. I stated that it would be most difficult to overcome these deficits, deficits in, in the 2009 budget year, and the 2009 audit report confirmed these concerns. We did our best to recover but we could not overcome the deficits 
caused by investment losses and the unfunded scholarships, depreciation, and contractual obligations. As we face this giant, as we face this giant, we could have lost heart and hope. Instead, we committed to face the giant by using the resources available to us and prayerfully depending upon God. We took our sling, picked up our five smooth stones, and approached the giant. The first stone is a stone of growth. This year we, we have in our favor growth in enrollment, just like last year. The fall enrollment numbers are very encouraging. We have 641 students enrolled in degree programs, which is the largest enrollment since 1978. While the campus enrollment is down 26 from last fall, the on online enrollment is up 64. Additionally, the ministry preparation program has 375 students enrolled, which is an increase of nine over last year. This is the third straight fall semester for record enrollment in degree programs since the college first offered the bachelor's degree. The enrollment has increased from 505 in the 2006-2007 year to 641 in the 2009-2010 year. The fall semester billable hours have increased in that same period of time from 3,200 to 4,251. That is encouraging. This fall, we have 1,011 students enrolled in a program at Nazarene Bible College. This is the largest fall enrollment in the history of Nazarene Bible College. We, we see no indicator that would hinder our optimism about the continued growth of Nazarene Bible College. The second stone we put in our pocket is that of partnerships we have cultivated. I recently read a book by Stephen S. Little entitled Duck and Recover, The Embattled Business Owner's Guide to Survival and Growth. In the book, Little writes about the advantage of cultivating partnerships. He writes, as new opportunities present themselves in the form of market vacuums, one of the most obvious ways to take advantage of these opportunities is to partner with other organizations. Partnerships can create synergies or mitigate potential risk. Sometimes they do both. Nazarene Bible College has been intentional in developing partnerships with other institutions and mission organizations. These partnerships have opened doors for us that were not available five years ago. For instance, the Salvation Army has become a great partner to Nazarene Bible College. We have worked alongside them to develop courses for their officers. They were very much engaged in, in writing the curriculum for the courses the officers take. The first group of Salvation Army's officers received their Bachelor of Arts degree in, in ministry from NBC this year. 
We are also working with Salvation Army in the development of a youth ministry major. And we are also working with them in putting their training in Spanish on DCourse Web. We have partnered with Olivet Nazarene University in the development of a Master of Arts in Pastoral Leadership. This will be their degree delivered on our online platform. It is designed for pastors currently in the practice of ministry and will be a seamless program for our graduates. ONU will pay a fee for using DCourse Web and will share any profit 60%, 40% with us. This program has received full accreditation and the green light is on to go forward. We, we have a similar arrangement with Trevecca Nazarene University. They are developing a Master of Arts in Organizational Leadership and will deliver it online through DCourse Web, which is our online platform. Caribbean Nazarene College in Trinidad has been a partner with NBC for several years. CNC students take NBC online classes for a minimal fee. The student is enrolled at CNC and pays tuition to CNC. Two years ago, the government of Trinidad approached the religious leaders of their country and asked the churches to partner with the government in the building of schools. The government will place a public school on church property and hire qualified church members to teach. The Church of the Nazarene saw this as a great opportunity. But CNC did not have a program or degree to qualify their students to teach. Our Christian School Education Program, which is certified by the Association for Christian School International, met the needed requirements. So CNC, I don't want you to get lost in this, CNC took our program, put it in their catalog, and started offering this degree online without adding, having to add to their faculty at all. Over the past couple of years, we have partnered with several Nazarene schools in Africa. This partnership includes providing online technology, training online uh, instructors, and developing institutional websites. The rector and principal of the Consortium for Nazarene Higher Education in Swaziland recently participated in the introduction to online teaching and said, I appreciate the literature that was made available through this course. Now I can safely say my attitude has been changed and I appreciate what I have learned. I am in a position to lead NAHEC in the right direction. I cannot stop talking about this usefulness to my colleagues even at the national level. I would plead with NBC to help us begin implementing some of our courses online. I think this is what would improve the ministry in Swaziland and make it excel in quality. The principal of the Nazarene Theological College in South Africa who spoke in our chapel last year, Reverend Mashangu Malaleka, expressed it, expressed it this way. Before our partnership with Nazarene Bible College, Nazarene Theological College 
was a person who wanted to go to the USA without a visa, or a driver who wanted to drive to the next city but had no gas. By sharing their online infrastructure and their electronic library with NTC, NBC provided a visa and gas to help us to be in a position to offer education and training beyond man-made borders. The, the newly appointed Africa Regional Director, Dr. Uh, Philly Chamba, who has been on our campus, summarized the partnership between Nazarene Bible College and all of Africa by saying, the NBC partnership with Africa Region has provided our faculty and students with access to online resources and exposed them to the online learning and delivery system of education and learning methods. This prepares them to be efficient in the use of technology and equips them as members of the scholarly network of the 21st century. Education providers in Africa see the merits of the partnership and are looking for ways to maximize our collaboration with NBC and provide online learning to an even broader number of learners. This partnership is helping the Africa church by equipping men and women to minister in a world that desperately needs to come to faith in Jesus Christ. We are currently partnering with the uh, Nazarene College in Brazil to deliver online ministerial education in Portuguese. The president of that college was on our campus. We sat together and broke bread together. And he shared his dream. He said, my dream is to provide ministerial training to all of the Portuguese-speaking countries in the world. And I said to him, what we have is yours. And I'm happy to report to you that we're loading their stuff up. That's really not proper, is it? We're, we're loading their curriculum up <laughs> on, our, on our D course web to deliver that and to help them fulfill their dream and their vision. Recently, the principal of the South Pacific Nazarene Theological College spent two days on our campus learning the basic functions of the NBC online program, D-Course Web. Principal Perret commended, my two days of going through the system from an administrator's point of view were very helpful. You have such a supportive team in the office. Their willingness to help me was a was a clear clearly a manifestation of their servant attitude. I'm really grateful that I could see access to such a support group. I have seen what the global church is like with the way you and your team are working with me. CMCPNTC wants to expand their program to include online education as an avenue for training pastors in the region who cannot easily attend classes at one of their five branch locations. 
Currently, currently, each passenger must fly to Guam at a cost of approximately $600 to participate in their classes. This will provide a tremendous savings to the South Pacific Church of the Nazarene districts. This online ministerial training program will enable the South Pacific Nazarene Theological College to train more pastors more quickly and more thoroughly for a fraction of the cost. Nazarene Bible College recently secured the status of being a Service Members Opportunities College and a Go Army Ed College. SOC is an association of colleges that ensures service members are given sufficient educational opportunities. One of the key factors related to being a SOC college is to help those in the service continue their education during times when they are frequently transferred. With both face-to-face -face and online classes, a person in the military can continue to take Nazarene Bible College classes and complete a college degree no matter where they are serving in the world. Go Army Ed provides a way for those on active duty to request tuition assistance online for any face-to-face -face or online class. Being a nationally and regionally accredited college that is military-friendly enables NBC to have this status. Other factors that make this especially valuable to those in the military are the unique programs that NBC offers. You see, we are discovering that many people in the military are interested in getting a Bible college education. And we are very pleased to be able to serve those in the military who are providing such a valuable service to all of us. Amen? The, the Church Residency Partnership provides qualifying students with an in-depth exposure to practical ministry experiences that will enable the student to receive academic credit toward a Bachelor of Arts in Ministry degree. The experiences are to emphasize the student's ministry gifts and strengths, provide instruction in areas new to his or her experience, and supplement the education received in previous classes. It is, it is expected that the residency will be near the completion of one's degree program and will provide additional field experience in the chosen area of ministry. This partnership between NBC and the local church came to us through the heart and vision of Pastor Mark Fuller and the Grove City Church of the Nazarene pastoral staff. Mark, thank you. Let me, let me reiterate, Nazarene Bible College is committed to cultivating partnerships with other institutions and organizations which open new opportunities and markets to fulfill our mission and to serve the church more effectively and efficiently. A third stone in our pocket, pocket is innovation. Innovation has been in the DNA of Nazarene Bible College since its beginning. 
The college was birthed by the Church of the Nazarene in 1967 as an innovative program to prepare adults for Christian ministry. I've said this before, I'll say it again. NBC was in the adult education business before adult education was cool. I mean, let's just get down to it. Everybody else trying to catch up with us. We've been way out in front in adult education. The college was birthed by the Church of the Nazarene in 1967, and we have continued to fulfill that mission. In 1983, the college developed a contextual education program which focused on training multicultural ministerial students who could not attend a traditional college. This innovative program, now called the Alliance for Ministry Development, was the beginning of a new paradigm for the college. The reach of an NBC education was not limited to, Colorado Springs, to the Colorado Springs campus, as extension sites sprung up across the country. By 1986, 87 extension education centers no longer limited to multicultural ministerial students were offering NBC college credit on the spot to students who had never been to the campus in Colorado Springs. Now, the truth is by 1999, the extension centers had become an accreditation liability for the college. And the decision was made to discontinue NBC credit on the spot in favor of a portfolio system for academic recognition. It is difficult to gather definitive data determining the impact extensions had on campus enrollment. However, we can conclude that extension education was the beginning of distance education for NBC. In 1998, NBC launched online education. This innovative program filled the gap left by the decision to limit extension education to a portfolio system and continued a distance education paradigm for the college. Things are quite different today from our humble beginnings in 1998. We now have, think about this, we now have students from all 50 states and numerous countries around the world enrolled in degree programs at Nazarene Bible College. Innovation has been a key factor in our growth as an institution. Today, NBC has arguably the most innovative and progressive online program in the Bible College movement. Our technology and programmers are second to none. We are able to help others because we are the developers and owners of DCourse Web, the NBC online platform. Today, 11 international and 20 USA colleges and universities and organizations use DCourse Web for online education.
The fourth stone in our pocket is the college is debt free. In 2007, the college paid off all debt, making us a debt free campus. Certainly, we continue to face financial challenges. Like most colleges, we are still recovering from the economic meltdown that undermined even the strongest institutions of higher education. The single most damaging aspect of the 2009 audit is the amount of increased liability we have incurred in the defined benefit pension. This is something we had limited control over since we have no control over market losses. The Audit and Investment Committee has been working with Dr. Don Walter, the Director of Pensions and Benefits USA, in addressing the direction of the NBC Defined Benefit Plan and determining the best course of action for this plan. I must tell you tonight that we are most grateful for the work of Dr. Walter and his commitment to advise the college during this transition. We received word, we received word in August that our funding from the denomination would be reduced $165,000, $27, or 14.4% this year. We had previously been notified that we would not receive any capital money from our denomination. Typically, this amounted to $165,000 annually. This means the denomination has cut our funding by $330,027 or 24.63% this year. Now, our budget, our budget assumptions were very, very close to the actual reductions. And we, we have this decrease accounted for in the budget. I'm thankful to say that. If we had not planned ahead, if we had not taken the proactive stance that we took in the spring, well, let's go on. We have, we have accounted for depreciation, and we did not increase salaries for administrators, faculty, and staff for the 2009-2010 fiscal year. We were able to distribute funded scholarships to 122 students this academic year. That was a miracle. It was just a miracle. Well, maybe not a miracle of biblical proportions. But it was a big deal that we were able to do that. But I can tell you this, we did not allocate any unfunded scholarships this year. While we cannot predict with any degree of certainty what our investment will do this year, we will respond to the budget with due diligence and efficiency. The debt-free position of the college enables us to move forward with confidence that we have hope and a future. The fifth stone in our pocket, if you're counting five stones, the fifth stone in our pocket is mission. It's our mission. Our mission is clear. We are an undergraduate professional school of ministry committed to academic and practical programs designed to educate students for service and leadership in a diverse world.
We are a Bible college. The primary mission of a Bible college is to train men and women for a life of Christian servant leadership. A Bible college education, I, I want you to hear this students, a Bible college education does not imply less in substance or significance. While the curriculum is purposeful for practice, it is not intended to be inferior in content or consequence. I want you to know, our students receive an excellent education in preparation for a life of ministry and service to the church. NBC has a distinguished and dedicated faculty who are scholars in their discipline and sincere in their devotion to Christ and the church. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really proud of all of them. But let me just single out two tonight. Dr. Tom King, where's, where's Dr. King? Would you please stand? Dr. Tom King uh, and Dr. Dan Powers, would you please stand? Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. They clap for even said anything good about you. That says something there. Listen, these gentlemen, you might not know this, you know the Church of Nazarene is, is redoing the Beacon Hill commentary set. It has been a lot of years. And Dr. King is writing an Old Testament commentary. Remind me which one. Leviticus. They got a good man to write Leviticus. And, and we're proud of Dr. King. His book will be available. And, and, and Nazarene Wesleyan holiness ministers around the world will be studying Leviticus and the writings of Dr. Tom King. <laughs> Dr. Powers has finished, and I think you're doing a little re-editing now, I think, Jude, First and Second Peter, for the Beacon Hill commentary series. That means that preachers of the holiness message around the world will be picking up his commentary book to get guidance and teaching from these books of the Bible. We are proud of Dan Powers and Tom I know they're filming this, and this is not in my notes. But I, I think the students know I just kind of say what's on my heart anyway. So. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, students. Don't ever let anyone talk down to you about your education from Nazarene Bible College. Never. Because you are sitting in the classrooms and under the teaching of godly, scholarly 
men and women who love the Lord and love the word and love you. Let me just say this. We also have an impressive list of 120 plus. I couldn't count higher than 120. I didn't have time to count higher than 120. <laughs> and the students know what I'm talking about there. We have an impressive list of 120 plus adjunct faculty who teach for us on campus and online. This list is comprised of professors at, others, at sister universities, administrators, teachers, pastors, district superintendents, and missionaries. We're blessed. We're just blessed. Now, the Church of the Nazarene has eight excellent, excellent, regional liberal arts colleges and universities in the United States. But the church has one Bible college that is national in scope. We are the Bible college. Kind of wants you to make charge the field, doesn't it? We are we are. Anyway, at least that's how it came to me when I wrote it. <laughs> hey, let me just say one other thing. Okay, let me just say one. Uh, hey, students, would you stand? I, I want to say this to you. I want to look you. Every year I do this, and I say I'm not going to do it. I thought if I read fast, I wouldn't do this. It kept my head down. But I want you to know something. I am most proud of you. You are the personification of our mission. And I'm proud of you. And I believe in you. And I believe in the call that God's placed on your life. And we're here for you. So you can be seated. Well, I know we're kind of running over here, but this is kind of a big deal. We, we, you know, do we do this once a year? And it's kind of a big deal. And, and I thought, you know, it would be, it would be good for us to hear from three of our students. So I've asked Cheryl Grant and Michael Goff and Jonathan Nels to briefly share their NBC experience. Now, you know, I've tried to stress briefly, uh, and, you know, we, okay, Cheryl, would you come? Would you welcome Cheryl Grant? Thank you, President Graves. And I, I know you know my last name is Hatcher. Oh. <laughs> I'm, it's okay. It is okay. I am, it's no problem. My NBC journey began in 2006. But let me first give you just a little bit of background. It was 2004, team day on the Mid-Atlantic District. 
And I was sitting in an auditorium, much like this, for the opening session, when I heard God say, I want you to minister to hurting women. I remember trying to nonchalantly kind of look behind my back to see if someone was back there whispering in my ear. Well, there wasn't anybody back there. And um, so I began to dialogue with God. And it went something like, are you serious? <laughs> you want me to counsel and encourage women? I mean, I'm an information technology person. I help people, but I don't know anything about counseling. And I heard God say, yes, I want you. So off I went in search of some course of study that would put me on the road to what God was calling me to do. And as I searched, it seemed that roadblocks just kept uh, coming up for me. And, and truth be told, just nothing seemed adequate. Nothing felt um, like I was being led there. So I began to get discouraged, and my zeal and excitement waned a little bit. So let's fast forward to April of 2006, District Assembly in Hunt Valley, Maryland. I was on a break heading back to my seat for the next business session when I saw a Nazarene Bible College brochure just laying on the table. It wasn't even on the Nazarene Bible College display. And I picked up the pamphlet and was leafing through it and a light just began to shine inside me. And it was at that moment that I knew that NBC was where I needed to be. So it was fall of that same year when I entered into NBC's online program. And then in the next year, 2007, my family and I moved to Colorado so I could take classes here on campus. In 2006, NBC represented an answer to prayer for me, an open door that God provided for me to walk through in order to become equipped and to follow his call. Today, NBC still represents that open door from God, and it also represents hope, excitement, yes, some stress for the present, but anticipation and hard work for future days to come. And I feel so blessed to be a part of NBC. And if someone were to ask me if I would do things differently, like quit my good government job, uproot my family, move to Colorado where I didn't have a secure job, I didn't know where I was going to live, I would have to respond, I wouldn't change a thing, because indeed, God has been and he continues to be faithful. Thank you for letting me share. My name is Mike Goff, and my family and I moved here from North Carolina in June of 2005. When we got here, all we knew was that God called us and he would be faithful. There have been times when that was all we knew, but that was enough. And I will say, if he is willing, 249 days from today, I will walk across that stage and receive two degrees. Thank you. I would like to also give credit for that to my family because you don't come here by yourself. Even if you come by yourself, you don't do it on your own. 
Um, when Dr. Graves asked me if I would share just a few minutes of, about what my experience at NBC meant, I thought, well, I could do that in half an hour, but how can I do that in just a few minutes? And, and then he told me, don't worry about it, because if I went long, we just wouldn't go back to class. So, um, <laughs> no, Honestly, though, I, I thought I would want to share about each of the divisions that, that we divide our classes into here. The Bible classes have definitely taught me how to correctly divide the Word of God, how to speak the whole truth, and not to give my message, but to give God's message as revealed into the text. Amen. Um, the practicum classes have given me skills and confidence to know that when I leave this institution, I'll be able to serve the church well and faithfully, and I won't doubt that I can, can do a job that, honestly, I never wanted, but God insisted on. Um, the counseling cohort, um, if anything embodies the word transformation, it is that experience. Uh, it has really taught me to look to the needs of other people and to see how the hurt places and broken places in my life affect the way I see the broken places in the lives of those around me. It has given me a heart of compassion for other people's needs. Um, the theology sequence, um, I, I just have to say through Dr. Umble's leadership, even though he's no longer with us, that has really helped me to articulate my faith, to grapple with the hard questions, to not be afraid to ask them, and to not be afraid if some of them go unanswered. We're trying to comprehend a God that is beyond comprehension, and it's okay to struggle in that. Um, beyond anything else, I would have to tell you, though, Dr. Graves alluded to it, the value, the genius, the, the real worth of this institution is found in the opportunity that we as students are provided to sit at the feet of godly men and women who come here, leave whatever they were called from behind, and allow us the opportunity to sit at their feet, to really get to know Christ through them. They honestly say, as Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. They do practice what they preach. They have experience in what they teach, and they have a love for students that's only probably exceeded by their love for family and their love for the Lord. Um, that really has made all the difference. I, I, my one word of caution to you as Board of Trustee members, weigh that heavily as you crunch numbers. We all know we're in a hard economy. But these men and women that sit out here are invaluable. Just as a final word, I want to say that our, our chapel theme probably sums up what NBC has been as an experience in my life. It is transformation. I came here as somebody that had run half their life from the Lord's call. Didn't want to do it and didn't know how I would do it. Only knew that I was tired of running anymore. And I will leave here as someone who knows that I know that I know that God made me to be a pastoral counselor to serve his church by leading men and women into the wholeness that is only found in relation with Jesus Christ. That's transformation, and that's Nazarene Bible College.
Good evening. Uh, my name is Jonathan Nels. I represent, just like Moses, who am I? I'm inadequate. I can't do it. But um, I would like to share a scripture with you out of Romans chapter 12. It reads, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and accept acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Amen. Well, my experience here at NBC has been just that, trans transformation. Um, my wife and I, God called my wife and I and our family here from Arizona, and we responded to his call as an act of worship and to his service. We left our comfort zones such as family, church, and friends, and even excellent employment. We left the ministry, ministry we, were, we were involved in ministry thinking we had a good grasp on what ministry, what, was, what it was all about. And, but that's not what God brought us for, not knowing that God was going to transform us completely. This is my second year here at NBC, and over the past year, God has totally transformed us. Notice I said us as a family. <laughs> my wife and I have, have seen the work of God through this past year in our lives. He has transformed us in ways that, you know, preparing us for ministry, in ways that we, we weren't even aware of, that we're needing change in our lives. God has brought us, brought to serve surface spiritual needs that needed to take place, relationship needs, and, and he's even drawing us closer and closer to himself. In verse 2 it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. That's what's happening. That's what we feel is happening here at NBC. Our minds are being transformed by getting into God's word and, and through the classes and and, and I thank NBC for, for helping in that way. We believe that through our transformation it is, that is taking place here, that you know, we're more and more finding what God's will is for our lives. In addition to this transformation, we're able to um, even join together, and, and God has blessed us with friends and other classmates. And, and just to see that transformation taking place in their lives as well is, is such such an encouragement to us and this is just such a joy to to be in in this calling alongside with them i believe i i strongly believe no matter what is said that you know god has blessed this college i i, I see him present everywhere whether it be in the library whether it be uh going down and ta talking to financial aid or or in the classes and the professors or even in worship, I believe that we strongly believe that God is present in this place. And, and, and I thank him even through the professors and students. In conclusion, my experience, what, what is happening uh, here in this transformation, I would like to share with you a story. For those of you that don't know, it is unheard of for a Native American to leave their home. It is unheard of. And when we share with our family back at home, where are you at? Where, what are you doing? 
And it's unheard of for, for a Native American to, to leave their homeland and to go into and to a place not only for college but for, for Bible college to be to, to study and for the ministry. And it's it's I it's I I can't words can't explain what it is to be here to say here that we're a representation of a few Native Americans that have responded to the calling of God. There's a story I want to share with you of one of our Native American pastors who was a firm believer in the Holiness Church, and he was a Nazarene minister. And actually, he was the pastors that, that my, my family, my father, came to come to know the Lord through. And it was through him and his ministry and, and seeing how he, he stood firm that out of many, many years, all the way to his deathbed, saying, I'm going to preach the word of God. And it was at his bedside when, right before he took his last breath, I was one of the few, his family, his family wasn't there. I wasn't his, his immediate family, but I was there and I went to see him. I believe it was, it was God's plan that I went to see him. And it, as he took his last breath, I made a commitment to God and I made a commitment to him as a pastor. said, don't worry, don't worry. The baton is on our hands. We're going to carry on the gospel. And so that's what's, that's what's happening here at NBC. We, I would like to share with you uh, and as, our as our family is taking place in this transform, just transforming power of God as we're getting ready for the ministry. And I see it happening in the students just as well. So thank you for allowing me to share with you. When David faced Goliath, he refused to be anybody else but himself. He was comfortable being a shepherd boy. He would not wear Saul's armor or carry the king's weapons. He would face the giant with his staff and his sling because he believed the Lord who delivered him in the past would deliver him from the hand of this giant. So David took his staff, his sling in hand, his heart of faith, the five smooth stones. He faced the giant. This I believe. Nazarene Bible College has what we need to face our giants. We know who we are and we are comfortable with that. We know our strengths and our weaknesses and we believe that the God who delivered David will be with us as we face our giants. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give us the victory. I am most optimistic about the future of Nazarene Bible College. The need for and the reach of NBC has never been greater. 
we will glorify Jesus as our Lord by preparing adults to evangelize, disciple, and minister to our world. God bless you. Thank you, Dr. Harold Graves. Uh, I kind of feel like we ought to take our shoes off. Thank you, three committed students, servants of the Lord. You do not know what that does to older Christians who were called a long time ago to see that God is passing that baton on. We are so, so proud of you. Would you bow your heads with me? How great is our God. Amen. How great is our God. We have sat and we've watched a young man that we have loved and appreciated for a long time as he's lived through difficult days and watched how God has used him and how he has used him tonight to remind not only students not only staff, not only professors, but board members who were reminded tonight that we can be David wherever we live. We can be the slayer of giants through the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for the challenge. Thank you for NBC and the impact it is having literally around this globe. Father, we pray your, pray your continued blessings on this, our Bible college, and our staff and president and cabinet and all of the students, whether online or on this campus. May we honor you and glorify you in all that we do and say. And when this life is through, may we have sheaves to lay at your feet, we ask in Jesus' name. And all the people said, Amen. Amen.